Hello beautiful people and welcome back to another episode of Two Girls One Doc. One Doc. It's your girl BD. It's Foreign's the fiance. And we are back. We're back. Um what are we doing today? What is a woman? Yeah. I could do like just like if I wasn't so stressed out, (laughs) I'd probably do like a rant. That uh, me ranting about this guy would, would be an episode could be an episode. On oh, its on own. its own. Yeah. But. Yeah. I feel like the whole premise of this thing is just like disingenuous. Yeah. Like, I mean, if I had known he was a Republican, I probably wouldn't have done this documentary. Um, yeah. I actually genuinely wouldn't have done this documentary if I was aware that he was a Republican. I was aware that he had like some unpolitically correct views, but I didn't know he was a Republican. If I had known, I really wouldn't. I'm not. I don't say. I, I'm not saying I hate Republicans. Like, but genuinely, generally, I tend to not get along with Republicans. Like proper, like right wing people in general. So if you're like a bit in the middle, fine. Um, but when you're all the way over there, I can't do it. Yeah, so. I was a bit shocked when you was like, oh, "Yeah, let's do it," and I watched the thing. I was like, "Oh, this is an interesting choice." Yeah, like like I didn't know he was Republican. I thought it was interesting because of the subject matter. Like, there's a lot to talk about, but unfortunately, he wasn't well executed. So here we are. Here we are, and here we go. Here we go. So, um, the documentary opens up with Matt Walsh. So, if you don't know who he is, you're better off not knowing. Who I didn't actually know who he was before this. Neither did I, but I'll give you a quick synopsis. He is a um, Republican political, yeah. <laughs> uh, he's a prick. <laughs> no, he's a political commentator. Um, I guess in America you can just be anything, um, but that's what he is. And he's just generally like Mate, I think he's here. just yeah. I guess I think he's just generally like one of those like annoying people that just chats. Like that is his whole vibe. Mm-hmm. Um, and documentary opens up with him like you see him in this this documentary is poorly shot that's first first mm. and foremost it's not great cinematography it's budget yeah it's budget um, but then of course it, it's it's i think it's produced by him like him like his mm. whatever that the company it's not it's not netflix do you know i mean it's not yeah, hbo yeah. it's not any of and it's things. nowhere it's no you can't even find it anywhere of substance anyway so there you go yeah. um but it opens up with him like going fishing and then like somehow we just descend into like are all kids trans is he suddenly gonna have four daughters and need to pay for four weddings and maybe he yeah, needs to go to he has four sons at the moment yeah and you know what this documentary had so much potential in the sense that the subject matter and exploring yeah. and speaking to different Do you people you know what i thought it reminded me of you know the episode we did i want my sex back that documentary that we did and it was about people who would people it was ages ago it's about people who had transitioned and wanted to detransition oh right yeah 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 it's like it was trying to do that but not it wasn't really trying it basically no. was trying to it had an agenda and it was kind of like trying to push this agenda under the pretense of oh but what about our kids mm-hmm. <laughs> and it's like you don't give a fuck about the kids like fuck off and like even like oh god there's so much to say so anyways it goes to this therapist right and we meet that first of all this documentary is just him interviewing random people and agitating them right so that first of all that is the premise unless the people agree with his opinion and it seems like he handpicked these people yeah 
he okay, handpicked which them. Which is important to me. So, um, yeah, there are a lot of talking heads, but um, I will. I think I named the important ones that kept coming back. So we meet Gert Crumfrey. Hey everyone, it's BD coming to you from the edit. We're at the point where we're about to talk about Gert Comfrey and during the edit, I clocked that we actually misgendered them the whole time that we're talking about them. So I wanted to apologize for that and just give you a heads up that they don't actually identify as a woman. Um, yeah, back to the episode. Um, and she's a therapist uh, and they're like sat opposite each other. And basically she is explaining um, that we live in a gendered world. Um, so their social expectations and how it affects the day to day. And she speaks about trans people and like the ability for women, some women to have like a penis and some men to have vaginas. So she's trying to be really like open and like mm. explaining like because the truth of the matter is like the world today right can be confusing for people who didn't like who didn't grow up in that world like Mm -hmm. i think if you're a millennial if you're millennial and above it's confusing right so like i guess it's gen z who grew up in this world where this is normal yeah yeah and any gen z is who aren't like that it's because of their non-gen z like parents or grandparents or siblings whatever who are like yeah yeah literally but whereas when i grew up i don't know anybody whose parents were gay um, I mean, obviously, you knew people who themselves were gay, but I think we—I don't want to say we were the first generation, we weren't the pioneers, but it was our generation where some of these things started being, like, I guess. Yeah, do you know what I, I mean? feel like the fight or the um, the generation before us that were trying to make shit happen and trying to fight yeah. for rights—it's like all of that work that they did trickled down to exactly. us, and now it's more apparent in Gen Z. So, yeah, like you said, like it's not like oh we invented so yeah everyone can be non-binary, but all the people in the past who were working for that, who either killed for it, chastised for it, whatever. Yeah, it like was now so it's that, actually yeah. trickled down so that's like okay, great. Like now this next generation are more open-minded or accepting or, or yeah, aware that these yeah, are possibilities. Yeah, norms. Yeah. So it's like he she's trying to explain this to someone who he looks like he's uh, I don't know what the generation before us is called the Boomers. Are they boomers? Uh, He looks like he's a boomer, right? So she's trying to explain it to him. And he's being really condescending. And he's like, oh, so if I like scented candles, so I like scented candles and sex in the city, could I be confused? And then she even entertains this. And then she's like, you know what? For some people having certain thoughts that stem from this is the beginning of them like exploring their gender identity this is why i feel like first of all he he knew what he was coming here for and second of all he picked these people correctly because there are people who could have had put up a good argument and still shared that that lady gert's views yeah she just was the wrong one because she was just so like overly positive and like every time he would ask a question oh that's a great question like no it's not a great question he's being he's treating you like a dickhead like you need to match his energy and but then i think i think i think that he came out looking like more of a fool obviously if you believe in the narrative he's selling you think that no of course but i just feel like if really because if honestly like you're genuinely come to say look like i don't understand where you're coming from with this like how can you tell me that i can just decide that i'm a woman or whatever whatever yeah if he really was come was coming because of that if that's what his whole whatever was yeah him having a conversation with someone who could literally say to him like like in the way that he would need to hear it because she was very outsy flouncy but he's not trying to hear it because basically that's exactly what i'm saying so yeah so she so she was probably because anybody else they would have gotten into like uh like 
yeah a shouting match because like he's match. kind of like a person where it's like he's reached his conclusion so all he's looking yeah. for is a hypothesis or whatever that's gonna get him to what he's already decided yeah, is yeah, the truth yeah, that's yeah. basically his whole energy and i think she handled me it well. when he was like the whole like, oh yeah i like scented candles i like that Okay, so what does that mean? Did he tell me men can't like scented candles and sex in the city? They absolutely can. That's you not what makes women. You people set up this masculine gender, like whatever, whatever. Then you come and cry tomorrow that bloody blah, blah. Now you're saying that a man, if he likes, there we go. So, anyways, he's like, okay, you know what? I'm gonna go and into the street and ask people what you know a woman is, mm-hmm. and like a lot of people are unable to answer this question, and it's such a loaded question within itself because i wanted to turn around and be like well i wish somebody had asked him what is a man because his definition of what a man would is is an adult male with a a dick right cool but you know that like being a woman is so much more than that it's honestly it's a really good point i'm so happy that you said that yeah i was gonna say later because this whole thing is like targeted at like trans women and trans women and trans women i'm like trans men exist bro trans men exist and even anyways we'll get back to that so anyways um, a lot of people can't answer because if someone stops me on the street and is like, "Oh, what's a woman?" I would question it as well because do you even know what it is? It's like somebody saying to you, "What is water?" No, like, yeah. Do you know what? This is how I know that the, the, the question wasn't genuine because in any any how many essays and stuff have you written yet? Yeah? What is this or describe this? You'd say Oxford Dictionary describes this as blah 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 blah. However, it could be seen as this or it could be. Do you, know I mean? you never once put the actual definition because all yeah. of this roundabout way was just to go about and say what he wanted to say, which of course yeah. we'll get to at the end. But yeah. it was just like, come on, mate, like. Because you saying what is a woman? What does a woman mean? What is the dictionary definition of a woman? What is a woman to you? What makes you a woman? Those are all different questions. They're all different questions. So he basically goes to meet Marcy Bowers, um, and I actually know about Marcy because I've watched uh, an an interview she did with Doctor Phil. Okay. Um, So she's this like woman who um, was born uh, a male, and I. I hope I'm not conflating or mixing her up, but I'm pretty sure it's her. Was born a male, lived life up until like 40 or something as a male. I think it is her, yeah. Yeah, and then married with kids and everything and then transitioned. Um, and then obviously wanted to help people through that process and started doing like a lot yeah, of work. Yeah, she's a surgeon, isn't she? She was yeah. she was a doctor the whole time, right? And yeah, then yeah, she yeah. Transitioned, yeah. Yeah, which was a really lovely story. It was actually quite inspiring to watch. Um, so she's a leading gender assigning or reassigning surgeon right so he starts talking about <laughs> so he's asking questions about like the trans community right and then he starts talking about like and this is the thing like these people so she explains a lot of stuff to him mm. and then he doesn't really acknowledge any of that and he says okay so have you heard about the trans abled community so it's like you're not even taking in what she said and thinking about it and coming up with an intellectual like response he's just like oh so have you heard of because this is what basically he's already entered that room knowing what he wants to get to he wants to discredit everything she's saying so whatever she said it doesn't doesn't matter matter. it doesn't matter he's already come he's already had his conclusion so he's like okay first thing out of the the bag not even checking if what he's bringing out of the bag matches the need of Mm-hmm. so he's like oh yeah have you heard about the trans abled community and like you can just see that this woman is like exasperated and he's like these are basically able bodied people who want to be disabled and they feel like they should have the right and she's like that's a mental like illness like she's like I'm I'm, I'm not like I'm not well versed in that area of medicine mm-hmm. but what you're describing sounds like a mental illness and then he's like so can you not see the correlation he's and I'm just like the what the do you know what there's an episode on nip tuck about a guy who basically is like i 
feel like I'm supposed to have one leg and I want he went goes to the doctors and he's like oh I want you to cut off my leg because I just feel like this and he he basically walks around like he tapes his leg up like you know when you're doing like that quad that quadriceps stretch where you like yeah. hold your leg yeah he tapes his leg like that yeah and walks around on crutches with one leg oh that like, leg's probably gonna die, die off soon yeah anyways. no so, so this is then yeah um the doctors are like I'm not cutting off a healthy limb like no doctor's going to agree to do that yeah yeah and so then he's like okay well i'm gonna shoot it off and they're like no don't fucking do that anyway yeah. he shoots it off and then they have to cut it off for him anyway on nip tuck i'm nip tuck yeah so he shoots it off comes back and they cut it off yeah but it's a mental illness though no like had he seen a therapist before this time yeah i think he had because that's what they said to him they were like oh, go and see like you know let me know if anyone remembers this episode they're like yeah go and see someone like talk to someone and he was like it doesn't matter who i talk to like this is who i am but wait so when he cut it off how comes he came back to their hospital to get it off because they're not no, even it, like not to their hospital he basically he shot his his leg off he shot yeah. himself mm. in the leg and so then he has to go to a e and then they cut it off because they have to cut it off because now it's you know so we're in Aberdeen, Washington, right? <laughs> and we meet this guy, Don Tuka. And it's just like, this just shows you that you go and you dig, like you dig up like this dinosaur, right? And you start asking a dinosaur questions about modern world. Mm-hmm. And then you use that to reaffirm. And does this not tell you anything? It's like going and asking my grandma about gender identity. Like, I'm not expecting her to understand yeah. or like... Or you want to understand. Or want to understand or even need to because it's so far removed from removed. her reality. Some of them though, like I, I remember having a patient, yeah. This was recent, this was this year. And um, he was talking, you know, sometimes patients just talk about their lives and stuff. And then he said something and he was like, mentioned his son. Oh no, it was to do with his name. I don't remember what his name was, to do with his name. And then he was like, oh yeah, my son um, was junior, but I shouldn't say son, he's my daughter now. Um, and I was like, oh, so she, and he was like, yes, she's she's my daughter now. And so it was like, you could see that he didn't, he did not understand it. You could tell that yeah. in his mind, he was like, I don't know what the fuck, but this is what my daughter wants. And so now this is what, this is how I'm gonna refer to her. This is, and you could tell that like, it's still taking some getting used to for him. Yeah. Which is still but okay, just, like, you know. But just, like, literally, where the fuck is Aberdeen, Washington, Washington, first of all? And then, like, you go to the depths of this place that, like... <laughs> not all Aberdeenians. <laughs> I'm sorry, not all, yeah. And then you go to this place that, like, literally, I didn't even fucking know existed, right? And then you find, like, this dinosaur, this right? This one guy, yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like, it's ridiculous. So he has gone viral in this video because he misrep- um, misgendered a uh, councilwoman. And he says it's bogus if someone decides their agenda different from what they're assigned at birth and he's too old so he doesn't care about people's feelings so he's going to say what he wants. Which, to be honest, he sounds like a Nigerian elder in many, yeah. many ways. It's, it's the generation, isn't it? More than the culture. Yeah. So Matt asks... You're not a scientist. You're not a gender studies major. Or are you? No. no? Okay. How do you know that you're a man? How do I know that I'm a I guess because I got a dick. He said, I don't know, because I got a dick. And this is what Matt has been waiting for his whole like yeah. life. All he wants is for someone to say, like, your gender identity is based off of, it's like... your genitalia. The genitalia. Because if yeah. I come now and I uh, chop your dick off, does that mean then that what? you're no longer a man? Help me ask him. Because just, just, just by that logic, like, forget trans, forget whatever, yeah? If you're telling me that your whole manhood is in your dick, if I cut off your dick so does that mean now you're not a man but this is a problem a lot of men's manhood is rooted in stupid things which is why when those things are taken and taken away they struggle 
Mm. Like, so we meet Michelle Forcier, and she um, she is one of the doctors that prescribes um, like gender hormones or blockers and things like that. And they're talking about kids transitioning, and she basically explains that some kids figure out their identity like pretty early. Um, mm. And she explains that her job is to listen carefully to these kids and take them through the story of like that and listen to their story of their gender identity and he basically says okay well some kids believe in santa claus so how can you take what they say about gender seriously and it's like parents like this are scary right because Mm. i'm not saying that the second your kid comes to you and says oh i feel like a boy or i feel like a like this or that yeah that you have to um redefine their whole world Mm -hmm. but the fact that you do not see your child as an autonomous being with thoughts and feelings and whatever like i find that like i find that scary and the reason that kids believe in santa claus is because it's the like reality you have sold and you've been told that they've been literally so you've told them this thing right so you've told them this thing their whole life and they believe it and now you use that as a rebuttal for why a child can't yeah. say what they feel and they believe it because they trust you and you told them yeah. why would i not believe that santa's real you just told me that he flies through the sky i don't have a grasp on gravity and world travel and shit like, i don't know if that doesn't make any but sense But i do think that kids can understand what they feel about their own bodies i think so like, i think with the kids thing the whole point of the kids thing and he kept trying to harp on about kids 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 is that like kids have feelings and stuff and like yeah they should be i don't think a kid should say oh i feel like i'm this and then you say oh great let's get the hormones in i don't agree do you know what i mean i feel like that should be like the last line like kids there should be a certain age that that you're allowed to get to before you can make such decisions but even then even saying that there's arguments for that and against that like the whole like hormones and all that kind of stuff which i'm sure we get yeah puberty can be really difficult for kids who have that like you feel like then they're not matching their yeah the gender. someone makes a point later on and like, people have made this point before it's like you know if if you're i think we've spoken about it in like a previous episode if your son wants to wear a dress he can wear a dress it doesn't necessarily mean that he actually wants to be a girl maybe he just likes fucking wearing dresses literally and in which thing- case if you let him explore that and do that then he maybe he actually doesn't want to be a girl maybe he just is a boy and this is dresses. what i was going to say and even if you want to delay the process of a child um going through the medical transition because if my kid came to me and said to me hey i feel like i was born in the wrong body i you know i'm a boy but i feel like i should have been a girl you know i would let them explore all of that like when you raise them in a supporting and loving environment Mm -hmm. they can then do things like in a in a like at a better pace because they feel like they have the support of their yeah, family. They're safe. But like literally when you're like, no, 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 you're fighting, you're harping on, you're doing this, you're doing that. Obviously that kid is going to run f- like full fast forward and mm-hmm. run forward towards what they believe is going to make yeah, them exactly. happy. Yeah, exactly. Whether they do it in front age. of your face or behind your back. Because even when exactly. I watched Drag Race, yeah, a lot of them talk about, I knew I was gay. I was like six. I knew I was gay. Like I knew it. Mm. But my parents never let me sort of explore. I got in trouble for wearing my mum's heels or my mum's dress. And so I hid it. I would do makeup, even in sex education, um, shoot mm. his character he would do makeup and like you know who you are do you know what I mean it's like it just means you're gonna just just hide it more do you know what I mean if you're not allowed to explore that so yeah yeah so he goes to this professor and I'm not gonna like they do this really professor there's another bit where he um is like on the street again like asking yeah. people and talking and stuff and then these women and i remember them because they're wearing pink masks and they're just like trolling him yeah and he was like oh like how can someone just say like if i say to you like oh i'm a woman am i a woman and they were like yeah of course you are and he was like so if i say that my pronouns are beautiful or whatever am i am, am i that and he was like and they were like yeah 
they're like he's like so if i say that i'm 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 a cat or whatever like am i that and they were like yeah absolutely <laughs> are you a cat then yeah you're a cat <laughs> i'm about to tell you it's just one of those like so if i don't exist if i say you don't exist because that's my yeah he's like, yeah he's able to say you don't exist i say well that's your reality you don't then i don't exist poof and then like, like, we're, having, we're having this conversation now she said are we are we <laughs> yeah she was like, fucking idiot mate i was like that's the energy that you need like that's the energy that you need to give this guy so he goes to this professor and this is really annoying because he asks the difference between gender and sex, which I think is a really important question. And it's mm-hmm. a shame that they did this because as he starts to explain, they do that thing where they make it seem like he's talking for, talking ages, for ages and they chop yeah. it and he's losing interest, which is just like, you didn't come to learn anything. Yeah. And you know what? This is my problem with a lot of people who are right wing. Like, I feel like even those that are all the way left, right, you can have conversations with them like you can literally sit there and be like okay i hear what you're saying but have you thought about this this and even if you both walk away still holding the same views you've listened to people who are right-wing they're not trying to fucking hear it like they like for him in this whole documentary he had he wasn't trying to learn he wasn't trying to educate himself he wasn't trying to open his mind he'd reached his conclusion and he said you proved me wrong but you won't because i know i'm right exactly and this is the biggest problem i have with him you went to a professor you could have listened you could have talked because asking the question between sex and gender is really really important like Mm -hmm. but he didn't even want it he wasn't trying to hear it so basically this guy goes on and then i think because of that because of his approach yeah the um professor gets really defensive and it's like like you said there is no space for dialogue or discourse or a conversation or any kind of back and forth because he feels like his back is up against the wall yeah so he has to defend his stance right Mm -hmm. which is why i said to you the other woman was the perfect way to respond to him so um yeah they're having this conversation and he basically he's saying this in a really concerning way but he's like i want to get to the truth like i want to get to the truth of people's gender identities and there's nothing wrong with saying i want to get to the truth like i want to understand the truth right Mm -hmm. that's not a problem but when you're saying it in response to people's gender identity you're basically trying to say you want to get to yeah like i don't know how to explain it like you're mad and i'm just here for you to realize that you're mad exactly and it's transphobic the whole like the whole vibe of his like questioning mm-hmm. is transphobic so he keeps probing as to what is a woman and understandably the professor is reluctant to answer this because of the way he's conducted yeah, himself it's like you want me to say interview. something it's like you have a rebuttal for every single thing that i might say yeah so if i say to you this this and this you're gonna like have a rebuttal and get mm-hmm. me to maybe slip up or something so he goes from there to and he basically leaves saying that oh like you know he went to university to ask and thank god he didn't pay for a degree like fucking idiot and it shows that you didn't go to and this is what i agree with when you said it's really poorly like produced and made and stuff because you could tell that he wrote the script to this and it was just so fucking basic even like trying to be like oh and so i went here and then you see the map of the plane going across the thing i said bro like bro like it's given carmen san diego let's do better like it's given carmen san diego you never played Carmen San Diego? No. It's some um, game, yeah. It was a computer game and she's a detective. But like every time she'd fly to a different country, that's what the plane would do. <laughs> on the map. I can't believe you never played Carmen San Diego. No, that was like played. a fucking staple. Um, so he goes to speak to this psychiatrist, Miriam, yeah. Fucking Miriam Grossman. And she does a lot of work on childhood psychology. And I hope she's lost her license after this because imagine like you find her to help your kid this woman is so she says that there's gender dysphoria which i agree with mm-hmm. um and that's someone who has an intense loathing loathing for their biological body mm-hmm. 
and that that's different from people now who are just gender fluid and questioning their gender um and i'm like okay (laughs) and also like if you even look back in history a lot of prehistoric settlements and things like that like gender was so fluid it's in today's world we're so yeah. rigid with the definition of like a gender and yeah. like what things should dresses but gender- are for girls and trousers are for boys and it's only even really in relatively recent history that women are allowed to wear like skirts even in like white garment churches like women can't wear trousers that was sorry women are allowed to wear trousers do you know what i mean it's like it's relatively recently that like women can be doing up trousers and shirts and it was all very yeah so she d- actually gives a good um she gives a good definition of sex and gender and i i think this is you know like how i see things so first let's define the terms sex and gender yes please sex is biology sex is unchanging it's based on chromosomes 99.999 percent of the cells in the body are marked either male or female. Gender, on the other hand, is a perception. It's a feeling. It's a way of identifying. It's a, it's an experience. And it's social, mostly. Exactly. It's an experience that's subjective. And that mm. is so true. Like, even if you transition, right, obviously, like, your chromosomes and all of that kind of stuff, whatever, fine. Yeah, cool. if, you, if you did but, a blood test, it would still come or a, a P test or whatever, it would still yeah. come up as XX or XY. Yeah, but gender, like, that is a social construct. Like, it's society that tells me, oh, because I'm a woman, I need to marry at a certain age or I need to do this or I need to have this kind of hair. I need to do that. And it is so different. Like, if you go to, like, I don't know, like, Kenya, for example, or like let me not say Kenya, but but if you go to like <laughs> they did go diff- to Kenya. <laughs> if you go to like I don't know the depths of the Amazonian forest, the definition of what a woman is is different from like or the, the defi- roles that a woman has is exactly be different. like that gender definition is or the perception is so different from like me. Even if you go to different parts of the country like that you're living in in America, like in the South deep south that gendered identity of being a woman is so different from like if you saw a woman in new york you know so it is very society and it's your own way of identifying and it is subjective what i see myself as because i'm a woman is different from like even my sister who grew up and was raised mm-hmm. in the same environment as me so she says that a man who see, who says he's a woman is not a woman and her views are rooted in science and there's only one reality but again, it's fucking bullshit, right? Because one, if that's how somebody chooses to identify, it's no skin off your teeth. And and two, the definition of a woman, as you have just said within yourself, is subjective. So why can that man not, not identify as a woman? Like, yeah. it, sex and gender And I think are... your gender is a lot about, like, how you present to the world. Mm. So it's like, okay, what are you telling me? Like, I'm yeah. wearing... Do you know what I mean? I'm I'm dressed like a woman, like the woman that I feel I am. Mm. So, like, we, like, we, like, if I, and sometimes, like, if I didn't tell you that I was trans, like, well, you wouldn't know. So if you saw me and you thought, oh, that's a beautiful woman. So you would say it's a woman. Because I tell you, oh, you're you're trans. I'm trans, Or are you going to now take a blood and urine sample and then say, oh, actually, it's X, Y, no, sorry, eh, eh, you're a Fam. 
Nah, so it's like it's all of this is just because people are telling you, people are openly trans, people are saying this that they're happy about it, that they did a quote unquote poisoning the minds of the youth. That's why you're because <laughs> would you know these not act like oh like sexuality and like being on the queer or LGBT like spectrum is catching Fam. like it's who was the did you catch that, that your straight are dangerous. It's like did you you that have been that have been so exposed to gay people or trans people? Did you catch did you suddenly it? wake up and decide now you're gay you're trans? Fuck off! Is that what happens? And it's not like oh because you're given the room to experiment suddenly like your whole life is gonna be something else like. So we meet Selena Soul and oh, this babe, she's competed her whole life against transgender women. Oh, this is what she God, says. But girl. right, but I really wonder how many trans teenage athletes are there what in is your, in your water i don't understand is it, all of them just there they all just flocked to your high to school. you to you specifically to beat you and she said they beat her in every race and she keeps saying so she keeps othering these trans women and she keeps yeah. saying we women athletes yeah like in response to herself and not the others and it's very mm. condescending it is and also it's like just train harder because this is what they do a lot with the sports aspects of things yeah it's like he's just trying to find like put another wheel in the cog of whatever or cog in yeah. the wheel whatever the fuck yeah because it's like not once does he look at like uh, trans men and be like oh actually they're at a disadvantage against um, cis men this is no all once about does he women. make that comparison. And then, like, this whole thing is like, I'm for women. You're not fucking for women. You're and not. Again, and again, you're anti-trans your women. Four, you're for women, right? Where is the representation in this documentation? Exactly. Docu- documentary. You're talking to white people in every aspect. So you're not. F- you're for like your agenda. You're not for yeah, exactly. women. You're not you're for, for your agenda, and you're using this cause or this to to push your agenda forward like it's this is what i said it's so disingenuous like you don't actually give a fuck like you just don't like you're transphobic and you just want to sort of say oh yeah great everyone should feel the way that this I guy feel. says he's for women right but i know he voted or he he would have stood for um roe versus roe being roe v wade you literally Sorry, went to women's march and literally. started your nonsense a we'll women's march we'll get ah, there let's get there so now we're like you can obviously see this documentary shifting to um talking about athletes so trans women competing and so he said so he's talking to different people about trans the trans competing or competitive advantage and there's this montage of trans women competing and winning and they keep showing Semenya. I had this in my notes. I was like, and are you, I was are you just crazy? Like, and this is, where, this so is why I'm, this is why I said to you, this guy, yeah, he's not for women. He's fucking racist. First of all, he's racist. That one, like, I know for a fact, right? He's racist. And second of all, you're not for women. Semenya is not trans. Thank you very much. She's intersex. This is the this she's intersex. And this is the same kind of energy as what they did to like Serena, right? Like, because mm. Black women, if they present oh, a certain yeah, way, they yeah. must be yeah. Fuck right off. Fuck the. I'm fuck so happy. I'm off. so happy they put that. I put that in my like because I was really zoning out in this documentary. I was like, this is fucking pissing me off, yeah. And then I, I saw Castus May. I said, excuse me, excuse me, excuse the fuck out of me. But it's the same way that people was it not? What's that? What's that white woman's name? The British one. What's her name? The marathon one. That was saying, oh yeah, Castus May. Yeah, yeah, I remember. And you know, it was because people were talking like this. They had to do the test on her. It wasn't that there was anything. It's just people were complaining. And do you know how, in, like, this is such an intimate detail of my life. Because I'm a good sports person, does that mean now that, like, my whole life is open to scrutiny because you lost? If you had won and I and you assumed I was trans or I'm intersex or whatever, you wouldn't have cared. You wouldn't have cared. But you lost. 
So we need to get up at 5 a.m. and train. As in, so Leah Thomas um, competes as a swimmer for the University of Pennsylvania. And um, she's a trans woman. Yeah, she's a trans woman. Yeah, yeah. I meet her teammate who says that they had concerns when Leah started competing because she had to share a locker room with them. And they also feel like it's not fair that she gets to compete. But it's kind of like you can't talk because she wins a lot of the races for Pennsylvania. And basically they want to keep her on the team right um and the university brought a trans specialist in to talk to all of the students but like the vibe was kind of like to help them be comfortable with this and it's kind of like when people talk about this whole thing about trans people in a locker room right or a bathroom or Or a bathroom or whatever yeah first of all there are two things to it for me um when you go into a bathroom okay like their stalls so yeah. If you want to use the stall, like the stall, use the fucking stall, right? Nobody's you lock the stall, you're calm. Like for somebody to talk to about p- trans women, um, trans women, because in a women's bathroom, there's no urinals. Like there's no there's urinals, just stalls. There's no urinals, right? So if a, if somebody's like breaking into your door, right, to um use the bathroom, that person, it's not their their transness that's making them unhinged. It's their madness. That, that's their madness, right? And then it's the same kind of thing like guys do when they find out someone is gay and they start acting like, oh, like, yeah, they're going to like me. Yeah, yeah. Like, somebody being trans does not equal being a sexual predator. And also, someone being trans means that they are a woman, right? So, a trans woman is a woman, right? So, if that trans woman is a straight woman, then you're not her type, bro, or sis. So, it's about that, yeah. And also, if Even that trans if she's woman, a lesbian, that if that trans woman is a lesbian, then it's not just about the transness, is it? Because you are, your other teammates could be lesbians. If you're so concerned about people looking at you yeah. and being attracted to you, then should we then talk about get sensitivity training for or for her, the homophobia? For, because literally. it's like, do you know what I mean? It's like, it, it, in any case, it's like, like, come on, come on, let's really get down to the root of what the just problem fu- is. It's just fucking ridiculous. Because right? if that if that was a gay man, then that wasn't trans. If that was a cis gay man coming to the locker room, would you be okay? with that then because then they're not attracted to you so we learn about the we spark controversy where a registered sex offender was going into female locker rooms under the guise of being um trans right and again this is what i mean about it's not because he used this as a way to be like oh look at what the trans agenda is doing Mm. like people are getting sexually assaulted right but it's like this is such a small minority and then this is somebody who has used the trans agenda as an avenue to like sexually assault people but if that trans agenda didn't exist he would have found another means it's like people this saying, oh, assailant, yeah. ban, ban all ice cream vans because some like pedophiles use that to lure yeah. kids. But if that van didn't exist, they're still going to find yeah. a way to do exactly. what they want to do. It just won't be an ice cream van. It's like what you were saying about um, what they do with gay people and make them like they're predators and they're dangerous. It's like a narrative that they sell. It's like putting, putting the two hands in hand, like, oh, you're mm. gay or you're a sexual deviant. No. No, like the thing is, you can be gay and a sexual deviant. Of course, that's you can possible. be straight and a sexual but deviant. You're not, but you're not a sexual deviant because you're gay. Because you're gay, you just literally. happen to be gay. And you just happen to be deviant. those two things, like the Venn At diagrams. Once. Yeah, the Venn diagram. You just happen to be the two. Exactly. 
Exactly. Oh God, people need so to. So the trans people themselves. can be bad people, but they're not bad people because they're trans. They're just bad but people. But you know what? It's just like being, and I'm not LGBT. I don't know what qualifies as an ally, but I very much believe in and like support their rights and like fight for them like yeah. within my capacity. Mm-hmm. But I cannot imagine how difficult it must be. Yeah, being this group. Oh, oh wait I can I'm black but <laughs> and women whoops I'm a woman whoops what am I talking about no but like gee, can you imagine like being this group of people right and it's like by virtue of just you being who you are right there are all these mm-hmm. like how can you say to me because of my sexuality then I'm akin to a yeah. sexual deep do you know what I mean yeah. it doesn't make any kind of sense oh fuck off man it's, it's actually it's, wild it's infuriating and, like, and, it and it's crazy because like we're black yeah 100% yeah but, like you can't hide the blackness like if someone's gonna hate you because you're black like you're black yeah but like you could be living in turmoil within yourself hiding the fact that you're trans hiding the fact that you're gay yeah and then the moment you come out people who have been there for you loved you supported you just it's disappear like, you never do you know how it. fucked that is and again do you know what this guy keeps going on about men uh um women yeah but it's like have we ever talked about okay how it could be for a trans man to go into a male exactly i'm toilet. so happy you said that i'm because so I remember, happy and i'm I not a tra- the same thing i'm not a trans man and i again like i said i can't like pretend to understand the rights but i remember one time i went to this event right and i wanted to go to the toilet and i was super pressed but the girls toilet press, was press 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 <laughs> i don't need no press but the girls toilet as per usual was just like a mess Bare, and, yeah line mm-hmm. and then like the guy's toilet was empty and i was like you know what, fuck it i'm gonna go to the guy's toilet right mm-hmm. so i went into the toilet and there was like two guys at the ur- urinal right and then one like both of them were like like what, the like what the fuck but then one was just like oh like it's calm like just yeah because i went to the cubicle right there were like two cubicles yeah, of course cubicles. i would hope so. so so both of them were shocked when i walked in so they were like what the fuck then one was like oh yeah like just use a cubicle like girls toilet is always a madness yeah yeah one was so angry like so the other one left I it was, was just you and the mad one he was shouting that nah this isn't on what the fuck if i was a guy and i went into the urinal bloody bloody blah how oh, would you look cheers so Leave like i was like petrified to even come out of the toilet yeah so when I came out, luckily somebody else walked into the toilet mm-hmm. and I heard someone else come in. Yeah, and then he came turned around and said, nah, like there's some baby in there, like da 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 da. And the other one was just laughing and then I ran out. But so then I, okay, so again, <laughs> like I said, I'm not trans, right? Yeah. But then I say to myself, so you keep going on about these trans women that are entering toilets and apparently like mm. they're just having like being sexual mm-hmm. deviants, right? If you were a trans man, and for whatever reason, maybe your identity, you had been outed at an event and you'd gone mm. to the toilet, maybe not known. What could have happened to you when you exactly. went to the toilet? Why don't we discuss that side of things? Since exactly. you think anybody who has male chromosomes is mm. like this. Because again, that's a fundamental what you're saying that anybody who has these male chromosomes is essentially this like raging, like deviant, yeah. right? What happens to the trans men who have female chromosomes that are going into toilets with people who exactly. have male Fuck all the off. men who have the male chromosomes that are really the issue here like <laughs> get them off this like, yeah honestly and this is what i'm saying this documentary was not it was skewed yeah. it was definitely skewed because if you're talking about trans people as a whole right and their experience yeah and and the dangers or whatever surely you should also look at it from a trans man point of view you don't even ask for like trans people of color so that you can understand the scope because this experience is not it's not like it's, it's not, not linear 
yeah and it's also not the same. i've seen people like trans people sometimes tweet about like um or even like on drag race when there's trans queens talk about like passing and so like trans so especially trans women who pass yeah it's like oh life is easier for them because you know mm. no one would know unless you mm. know you told them whereas people who don't or trans women who don't necessarily pass mm. it's like oh okay like maybe things are a little bit harder for them of and it's course also, i've heard of that yeah yeah you have women who look quite masculine as well and it's like okay so yeah so like what what now so what so what so so what are you telling me like <laughs> So what is what are you what what is the whole point of this documentary? Funny enough, talking about people who you wouldn't know, we meet Mark Takano, mm-hmm. right? And he's a congressman, a man, um, but he's trans, and I wouldn't have fucking known. Wait, the one, the governor? Yes, he is only. He? He tra- Do you know who else? That I would explains not- actually why he was so because passionate. I mean. Yeah, because, yeah. And so, like, he because so many times he was like, yeah, this interview's over. And it's like, I just thought it was because of the nature of his questioning. Because that is enough yeah. to be like, yeah, this interview's over. Yeah, but, but to find trans. out that he's trans, it's like, okay, you're actually really attacking me as a person. Me as a and person. And it makes so much sense why he would go to him, why he would pick him to interview as well. But do you know who else I wouldn't have known? What's that beauty influencer? Nikki, uh, Nikki Tutorials. Yeah, I d- yeah but she, she got, she, someone blackmailed her to... Yeah, I know. But before that, did you have a clue? No, yeah, no, no. I had absolutely no clue. I swear, this babe is relatable. You're going to tell thick... me that, that, that uh, Nikki Tutorials is not a woman. I'm sorry, she is. <laughs> what, you say, what are you saying? <laughs> I think she was just like, yeah, like, thick queen like me. I used to look at, like, her Insta, and obviously that has not changed but I'm just saying I would so now like now that you know what's going on like now suddenly yeah. overnight once you found out she's a demon and I'm so what, happy that the response was like ultimately a good one love, when she came yeah. out because it's just like how dare you try and weaponize my transness against me do you know what I mean like that must have been so scary to do having a Literally. platform that big and people being even our small small TikTok when people start chatting shit like I was saying to Forrest like it takes everything in me not to be a petty babe bro so I can't imagine having a platform that big and coming she up with should, something she should, so she big. Should have outed, she should have outed to blackmailed her. Mate. That person would have been done out. Done out. So he sits down with this congressman and he's talking about the Equality Act. And the Equality Act is basically, he's like basically saying that, listen, the Equality Act is to just fill in some of the gaps that the Civil Rights Act missed, especially around like the LGBT people mm-hmm. um, and like trans people and things like that. And again, them in public like settings, like just their right to dignity and stuff like that. Yeah. Because it's like, even when you think about prison systems, they still put trans women in male prisons. That's terrifying. And fam, these women are brutalized. So again, you're talking about these people's dignities, like allow them to have the dignity kind of thing. So basically the interview ends because Matt is being Matt. And he's being condescending and provoking, yeah, and they're like, it. no, no, no. That's the and like, yeah, over. And like, it's funny because he's like, all I want to know is what is a woman, and like, you can hear. I don't know if it's like, like oh, Mark Handler or, or the producer, not the producer, what? like an assistant or someone. Assistant saying, I well, I guess you're never gonna know. Yeah. And she's like, you're not gonna find out. The the documentary should have ended there because that's that on that period. So he stops like this gay man, and I love this fucking response. Right, he's on the streets again like prowling yeah, yeah like a fucking predator <laughs> that he is um and he because this guy is a predator it may not be a sexual one but he's a predator he's of a predator your of like your peace he's a predator of your peace right because predators come in all different ways he's a peace predator 100%. so he stops this gay man yeah and he's asking what is a woman and this man is like why are you asking a gay man 
what it means to be a woman. Women know what it means to be a woman. You can't have men defining what a woman is. Exactly. And the thing is, is that like that gay man is saying it as like, what is a woman to you? Do you know what I mean? what what does women mean do you know what i mean but matt yeah. is trying to think is trying to say like what is the definition of a woman but he never uses mm. those words and that's basically what he's words. asking because because basically what he wants is for you to say what is a woman and then you start stumbling mm. and then he can then link it back to what he exactly. sees as the- what woman isn't which is mm-hmm. trans in his opinion yeah. exactly um so this man yeah this is the most like repugnant part of this documentary women are marching in the streets for their right to choose with their bodies yeah because like really and truly like i don't think some of us especially those of us that live in england we're aware of like what it means to have the right to like an abortion taken away from you Mm -hmm. like because we live in this like country and you can get an abortion right but like this shit is fucking wild like for me, it's not like, yeah, like we like we said on the Jane's documentary, nobody's advocating for abortion. Like nobody's yeah. been like, oh yeah, like yeah. Um, let's meet this abortion quota each week, right? But it's like, I cannot imagine being in a country where you do not have the right to make a decision you on your option. own yeah. body. Like if I, I decide tomorrow, oh, I want to take the pill. I want to do this. I want to do that. I want to get my name. Like you cannot make a decision. You, for, nah, forced pregnancy. Yeah, that's quite, that's crazy. Oh, speaking of Handmaid's Tale is back. That's me done for the weekend. Somebody told me, literally messaged me. was like, yeah, Handmaid's Tale is back. I was listening to your episode on Jane's and it's back. And I was like, fucking hell, that's me oh, done for the weekend. Um, so these women are marching right for their right to make decisions on their own body. Mm-hmm. And he's antagonizing. That's the word literally there's a woman there that obviously she's like security or whatever and she's like don't interact with this guy he's going to harass you he is antagonizing and harassing these women asking them what it means like what is a woman and then he's like you're at a woman's march surely someone knows what it means to be a woman fuck off my nigga and this is why i say he doesn't care about women Mm -hmm. if you cared about women you would be at that march. even men who are at the march i liked him you'll fuck off like there are men that are there like tim yeah fuck off like what are you like you do not care about women because if you cared about women you'd be at that march not holding a fucking stupid sign looking like a donut so then he's like okay i was watching um boston legal yeah which i have been binging it's an amazing show okay i know i'm late i know it's old but um so one of the guys one of the lawyers there he's a republican yeah very right wing yeah and then like his friend was like to him like it's crazy to me how you can be pro-life but then also be for the death penalty Mm. it's like so do you care about life or do you not like mm. is it just when it comes to a woman being able to make a choice that you think oh yeah no actually i'm mm. i'm pro-life because you're not yeah. really pro-life because you're, you're for the pro-life. death penalty yeah um you're just pro-life before it comes to the earth like, <laughs> which is fucking <laughs> backwards yeah like, once, once, you, once you're born oh absolutely not fuck you yeah fuck you, you do, and somebody said this as well it's like you lots are pro-life right but then once that baby's born there's nothing to support the child. There are no benefits. Even for in the, the baby future. to come into the Health- earth, I'm in debt. Healthcare is not in that free. America, not here. Hold tight. Healthcare is not free, and you say you're pro-life. You're just pro-control. You're not pro-life because That's if you're wild. pro-life, you would you would create an environment where yes, life as could as I live, life is better. As I this live, this life that you're so pro. So basically, he's like, it seems like nobody in the Western world has a clue. And then I'm just gonna really skim past this bit because 
I didn't care for it. He goes to Kenya, long story short, and mm. starts asking them what uh And I'm even like in the sea, he literally just like he's like with the Maasai tribe. Because that's what right. they wear, isn't it? Like he literally just like he's with the yeah, Maasai tribe. Yeah, he's with tribe. the Maasai, yeah. He is in it like he's on the border. He's not even like he in like Nairobi, in. like the nothing. He's no. He literally is in the de- the depths of the village, right? Yeah. And then he's asking what it means to be a woman. And obviously these people are talking about the stuff you expect them to be saying like oh a man goes he hunts he gathers a woman stays at home she like cooks women has, has breasts women has vagina women deliver yeah which of course is a very generic view of because very, some women can't have kids i said what does that mean i'm no longer a woman right you know what i mean some women don't have kids so what does that mean i'm no longer a woman some people don't i don't have breasts so what does that mean i'm no longer a woman literally and then he's they basically say that yeah you're not well if you want to transition like that's the long story short so he's back in america and, and he does it on purpose because he knows what he's trying to get come on yeah and he's back with miriam and he's having this hissy fit because there's this book called <laughs> it's perfectly normal right but she's having this hissy fit sorry and like, she's getting really agitated right and um there's this bit where it's depicting gay sex and she says that like okay so before we get into like this next bit right when my mom was pregnant for my sister i was seven and I didn't understand, I don't think any kid at seven understands the concept of like pregnancy and all of this. And mm. she gave me this book and the book was for kids. And basically it had like, it explained in very simplistic terms how people become pregnant because my mom didn't sugarcoat this bullshit, right? Of like, oh, a stalk comes. Obviously she said to me like, oh, God gives babies, but she didn't mm. She didn't leave it at that. She explained the science. So the, the religious woman in her explained that, yes, it's a gift from God, like conception is a gift yeah. from God, right? But she gave me the book, right? And the book had like, it showed like the egg and then the sperm and it said like, okay, the egg comes from mummy, the sperm comes from yeah. daddy. And I'll never forget this book, right? Because I was so intrigued because I'd never seen anything yes, like this. Like, it was all talking about like, oh my God, is this how it works? Is that it how was all cartoons. I wish I could find it. I wish I could find this book, right? Because it was amazing. And the two books like my mum bought me when I was a kid that I'll never forget. That book and then uh, Princess Rosebud's Wedding. Because she bought it for me when we were at the airport um, in Scotland and it came with this like ring and I just love that book. But anyways, so um and wrote princess rosebud reminds me of me except she married the broke guy which i never would do um but (laughs) (laughs) basically yeah in this book with the mum and the dad there's this bit where the mum had ginger hair dad had brown hair yeah Mm. and like they're on the in the bed and like so part of it so they're covered in the bed then there's that thing where it's like a circle and it's an extract like oh yeah 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 yeah. like an extraction yeah magnifier right and it shows what's going on inside their bodies and it shows that like sperm on the egg no, not the sperm. It actually shows the penis, like the oh, you know the the scientific like, um, part like of the penis di- diagrams, right inside okay. the vagina, and it explains that when they do this, like then a baby is born, and this is called sexual intercourse. Mm-hmm. Because before that, I didn't like know what it was. Mm-hmm. So this book was so important to me because it helped me understand like life yeah and how life is created and, and like the, created, yeah. the sanctity of life and like it also i don't know it explained to me like my parents roles in like yeah. creation and stuff like that and it's like the reality of the world today is people people's relationships are not all hetero your kid will go to school and people will have two mummies two daddies mm. or like three parents because yeah. they're a throuple life looks all different right yeah and like if your parents are both like men right 
and you're a kid and you walk in on them having sex like you might want you might be the parent that you want your kid to understand this is natural this is like love this is what it looks like for us but at the same time as a parent do you not veto the books your kids read yeah, exactly. because she was so angry about the existence of this book just like there's some parents yeah that don't like the fact that kids even like so there's some parents who would have heard that book my mum gave me and they would have been so angry like why would you be showing your child a book mm. that talks about sex blah 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 yeah but you can actually scroll through this book, see what it's about and be like, nope, this isn't for me. And you can yeah. go and pick up the Mormon book of yeah. life. Or you and can that will tell you your child. And I feel like there's a bit that they mentioned before where it kind of talks about like non-sexual nudity. And I feel yeah. like sometimes sex is like such a dirty word. Literally, the purpose of sex, besides pleasure and great times, yeah, is to bring to forth procreate. life. And I feel like when you make it such a like hush hush taboo da, 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 kind of thing, it just makes it seem like oh my god, like what is this thing I'm not supposed to know? Like, I'm, and now my I need to know it. Brother told me, yeah. And exactly. then you're, what, your your kid is watching porn with a 14 year old Mate. who himself is not fully developed. And it's not because, because they are so like oh, these fucking horny horny kids. It's just literally it's because they want to know what it is. They're just like, what is this? Like, if you don't want to show them books with sexual, like, images, don't Yeah, if it's too book. graphic, I get it. Do you know what I mean? Like, it's not everyday, like, dicks and yeah. vaginas, yeah? Of course. And but I understand that because I don't know if I would want my kid to be looking... Because, like, again, like, the way the book was done for me was sexually explicit. That book, <laughs> the guy had his legs pond the shoulder, right? It was Listen, a bit mad. I'm not going to lie. I'm not going to lie. It was a bit mad. It was a bit mad. The book in that, in the documentary, I said, yeah this is a lot uh, they could have just done the, the dads in bed you know spooning That's that would have been very okay it was too much it he was a bit much for a kid because I was like nah nah why is there <laughs> no, it was it? leg pond shoulder positions for so me. It's, it's fine if you don't want to show your kid that book pick another book like you yeah, don't yeah. nobody has a gun these people act like there's a gun to your head saying you have to read this book so that's um, not the parent because you're guiding <laughs> them so you can literally you can choose so she says that this all stuck. The problem with this is this guy called Kinsey, right? And he mm. wanted to rid. And this is where I was like, oh, it all fucking makes sense. Because she says Kinsey wanted to rid the world of Christian values. And mm. I was like, oh, you should have fucking led with Why this. Why do they conflate republicanism and uh, republicanism, yeah, and mm. Christianity? Like, why, why are those two so, like, together? Because don't forget, Christianity is what the slave masters used to control the slaves and then a lot of the people who are republicans i'm not saying they're slave masters but they you know stem from that (laughs) ideology so it's all hand in hand an extreme religion and they base all of their like they base their values on extreme religion right so for yeah so literally so anything for them and then obviously christianity is seen for them as like the pure faith right so Mm. anything for them that's outside of that is a problem and it's like this woman says she's a child psychologist and it's almost like i don't want my therapists or psychologists or like medical professionals to be extremely religious it sounds bad right no but but you should be able to leave that I'm not saying that you shouldn't have your faith. Like, have your faith, yeah. But, but leave that, that be able to influence, leave. Yeah, yeah. And that when you're extreme, and that's why I said extremely. Extreme, I'm not saying yeah. re- when you're extreme, you can't, you can't see past it. You can't see past it. That's why this baby is a child, like psychologist, and she's talking about Christian values when it comes to sexuality because you you conflate yeah. the, you're conflating the two, and I, they how aren't. How can I do my job impartially if I believe that things are inherently you're wrong yeah. for being gay? Mm-hmm so you as an innocent parent bring your 14 year old kid to this like psychologist right because they're having certain issues and 
this person is telling her the kid that they're wrong for being gay do you understand what I mean? It's all yeah, fucked. That's not the point. That's not what we're here to sort to talk about. Like, I'm fine with my kid being gay. This is not what we're here to address. Let's address yeah. the issue at hand. I'm not here for you to deliver me or do fucking pray away part two. Like, Fair. I'm not. I'm not here for that. Listen, I hope at the bit, at least this. If this woman has not lost the license, I hope she's lost all her clients. But anyways, so basically she says, and this like this whole bit yeah is. Re- repulsive so basically she says that he believed that children are sexual from birth and should be seen as sexual creatures um is and this true he, that is true right that's fucking disgusting but then she goes on saying that like he did his a lot of his um research was done speaking to pedophiles and then he committed unspeakable acts on kids that there's this page in his book where he's recording like the male orgasm and it's like done on kids as young as like three months children yeah that's fucked. right and it's horrible because like how many trans people or allies or advocates do you believe or do you know that base their ideals on this guy's research like i had never heard of him before this documentary so maybe i'm not really like in the therapist world or academia so i may not have known of him but I've never heard a person come out and be like, oh yeah, like a lot of the thing, reason I believe in like trans rights or this is because of Kinsey, right? So it's like you are, you have now take, again, it's that linking of, oh, like if people are um, like trans allies or mm. trans or whatever, they are there for deviance, right? Yeah. Like, and you know what's fucked about this? All people that live like this are the ones that when you go to the house, they'll be having sex parties where everybody throws their keys in yeah. and more power to you do what you want I'm not judging anybody yeah, but that then does don't that don't come and do hypocritical it's like with that other documentary we did um, Outrage yeah. where it was loads of like Republican or I think it was and Democrat basically politicians mm. who were gay but it like putting through all these laws to harm gay people mm-hmm. do you mm-hmm. get what I mean mm-hmm. it was very like that like how can you conflate the two so now like, i don't even know what her angle was here because she's basically saying that oh kinsey would be so happy with the way the world is that basically him talking like abusing children is what led to like people coming out and saying that are you fucking stupid and yeah. like like trends like the trans identity has existed for millennia right it's not a new thing it's just that now because of social media and because of the work like other people have done pioneers have done before we now have people like we now have safe spaces for people to come out and be like this is my truth but whether or not these people existed they they existed before kinsey and they would have existed if this man like if this man hadn't like been a fucking do you know what i mean so then she talks about John Money as well, who um, coined the term gender identity. I'd actually heard about this study. Um, and like Law and Order SVU did an episode. I was episode just going to say, do you remember that episode? Him. Yeah, I remember the episode because the I babe was, was like, wearing a really fuck? bad wig. A really yeah, bad yeah, wig. I remember, I remember. Yeah. I remember when I said, I was oh my God, that's where it came from. Because yeah. I know that most of those episodes are like true or based I don't on reality. If they, I don't know if, yeah, I don't know if they've done an episode on Army Hammer, but that would be good to know um so um he believed that kids are born gender neutral which i agree with and then society tells them what gender they are so a boy can be raised as a girl and be fine and like a lot of people come out and say that oh yeah like okay i'll talk about this later but yeah so he performed this study on a set of twin boys because one had had his penis burnt burnt off at a circumcision gone wrong and child i don't know what i would do but anyways um and then the other was uncircumcised obviously because after they burnt one they were like yeah they were like absolutely not yeah so money convinced the twins parents to raise one (laughs) to raise one as a girl and um 
so Bruce was the one who'd lost his penis, but to raise the other one as a boy. So Bruce as a girl and the other one as a boy. Mm-hmm. And then like, okay, this this study was actually kind of like, okay, fair enough. It's, you know, whatever. Mm-hmm. But then like he performed horrible acts on the kids, made them like simulate sex with each other. Um, and it's it ended like, up- Why did it have to get here? Literally, it ended up in tragedy because, like, both boys essentially, like, unalived themselves. Um, and it's kind of like, again, she uses this as, like, an ex- like a thing to be, like, you know, you see, like, what these, like, people are doing in the world and blah, blah, blah. And, like, there's this clip of Bruce because Bruce eventually, who was raised a girl, was like, nah, he went back to identifying mm. as a man. Um one of the things he said was that he found it really difficult being a girl, like he always felt off, um, he liked trucks. And I don't know why people equate these two things, right? Like, oh, I struggled because like growing up, I liked trucks, I liked it. Like, yeah. you can like trucks. I understand and- exactly what you're trying to say. This is yeah. what I'm saying. And I tried to say this so many times, like, you can like trucks and be a girl. Mm. Like, that's fine. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. And obviously he wasn't a girl because he was, yeah. he was a boy. But like, you could just be a boy. You could just say, Look, I just feel like I'm a boy. But then and I, at the same time, I get it as well because it's like, these are the things that society has told me boys like to do. And but I like that's to what do I'm linking so I'm it back to. It's societal. Yeah. If we stripped all of these if, ev- all if of this everything bullshit. was like baking, sewing, all of that was gender neutral. If because again, like like you said, by definition, like women shouldn't like then like to wear trousers. But yeah. I love a good, you know. I love, oh, I love a trouser. I love a trouser. So again, so do you know much. what I mean? Does that make me, ooh, I'm a bit like, do you know what? I'm going to get my I strap. When I was a kid, I was a proper, proper, proper tomboy. Like my yeah, mom you was were. very concerned. Like my mom was kind of like, pictures. oh, mate. Yeah, fam, that picture. My mom was literally like, rah, mad, yeah. But it's like, I just liked boy stuff and I liked boys' clothes. I literally would go into the shops and I would go to the boy section. My mom would say, oh, yeah. oh God. Like, and it's like, okay, cool, fine. Mm. Like, now I like girls' clothes and I still mm. wear men's clothes. <laughs> do you know what I mean? Like, and so like growing know, up, I, I was like the girl. Like I, I was and still am like the girliest girl. I love the makeup. I love the dress. I love yeah. this. I love that. But that doesn't mean anything. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? It doesn't then equate to like, and that's not my definition of being a woman. And it doesn't make you any less or any more of a woman than, than you a, than that, a girl. Then exactly, exactly, yeah. exactly. Uh, so Miriam says that she's put on her tinfoil hat at this point and she says there are forces that don't want people to know about these two scientists but yet here we are knowing about them so I don't know yeah like Google is free and, and you literally just Google's free they're very, that money like study I had been known about it so Mate. Her, her tinfoil hat was foiling child this is a bugging so I want this to end so we meet Scott <laughs> who's clearly unhappy with his transition and he's angry um and I don't want to say, like, the reason people transition is dumb, yeah. But, like, Scott is just basically, like, yeah, like, when Scott was identifying as a woman, he, like, kept being told that he was quite masculine in his approach um, and that he was quite a boss woman and this and that. So he was like, oh, like, maybe then, therefore, I'm a man and then transitioned. And he's a thick man as well. Like, he's got the hips. I don't know if you've yeah. yeah. Like, Marcus from Girlfriends. Yeah, and then he's just angry with the world. He says like he's here because he's got bare health conditions now. Yeah, yeah, and he said they don't tell you about this. They don't this. They don't that. And this is my thing with Scott. Yeah, Scott was so close, but just didn't get there. Because Scott, all Scott had to do was say, "Listen, I transition." And this is when I started thinking about the other documentary that we did. I want my sex back. Yeah, that 
he all Scott had to do was say, listen, I transitioned. I didn't know enough. These are the things that you should know. If you choose yeah. to transition, these are the things that you should know. These are the risks involved. Think about it. Is it that you want to transition because you feel like a boss woman and you feel like women can't be bosses and you have to be a man? If that's the case, you can be a boss as a woman. Mm. That's fine. Like, you don't have to transition. Do you know what I mean? Like, this could have been your chance to say, like... look, Say this... something of substance. Yeah, just say, look, this was my experience and I'm just sharing it with you. If you want to transition, that's fine. But at least you're doing so knowing the things that I wish I had known. That's it. That's it. But instead, he's gone on off on a tangent about cutting off kids' breasts and all sorts. So that was <laughs> that was pretty much like the summation. Like Scott was very angry, and you could yeah, tell Scott that he wanted. Angry. Yeah, like he needs therapy. I think. Um, maybe you should go to Miriam. <laughs> no, that's not that's, that's not going to help anybody. So Matt keeps calling hormone blockers chemical castration. Yeah. And on screen text, like, tells us about this father in Canada, Canada, um, <laughs> who was informed. We've been to Canada better times in the past few documentaries. I know. Um, who was informed that hospitals would begin hormone altering medication on his child, and in line with Canadian law, hospitals could only could do this without pa- uh, parental consent. That's Allegedly, the father spoke up, and he was fined and arrested. And he was arrested because he misgendered the child. And I do think that's mad because up until an age, your parents are in charge. Should be yeah, in charge they're responsible of your medical, for you. Yeah. So we're still in Canada because. Um, Matt goes to meet with this guy called Jordan Peterson, Why and I actually have this like visceral reaction to him. No, because you know what? I I so before this documentary, I had never like I so no. Okay, so my fiance like sends me clips of this guy, right? But I'd never I it wasn't like this, so it would be him like motivational doing like motivational speaking, mm. and he's a bit too like pull your bootstraps up for yeah. me. But, like, sometimes I like the essence of the message he's sending, right? Even here, I didn't completely disagree with what he was saying. But he was just too much. It's a lot. So I don't know. It didn't, it's just, there's something about something. him. It doesn't come from a good place. Yeah, that's what it is. And I feel like he's he's the kind of person that snorts coke. He <laughs> get, not, not that all people that snort coke are bad, but he just gives me this high energy and it's high off of and something. And it's bad. Yeah. So maybe crack. I don't know. I don't know. Allegedly something but he says therapists should not affirm gender feelings people have like do you know what, what he was saying wasn't a lot of it wasn't making sense to me maybe it was just me i think he was <laughs> which is why i was like is this guy on something so i think and listen by the time i got to this part of the documentary i was like I was Lord, tired, when yeah. will it be over but i from what i understood him saying i thought he was saying like you can do what you want like there are feminine men and there are masculine women and that's fine like yeah. that doesn't mean that you're. But then, trans. what the fuck was he talking about? Sex is sex, and there is, there is nothing, no other gender. You're talking about temperament. I don't listen. All I. Took That's why from... I said he's on drugs. <laughs> what do you, you mean really temperament? So if I shout, I'm a man. Yeah. That's if, the word I'm looking. Yeah. He was manic. Yeah. And he was manic. So that's why I'm like. It's giving like that person that snorts coke at Christmas party and comes out and is like talking right in your face really loud and. That's what it's given. He was manic. Yeah, it was. The bit, all I, all I remember from him was, and he did, he did, to be honest, he did actually speak a lot, but all I took from it was the bit where he was like, there could be feminine men and masculine women, which I agree yeah. with. Like, that's fine. Like, you can be a feminine man, you can be a masculine man, um, a masculine woman, you can be a trans woman, you can be a trans man. Like, you can be whatever you want. Just don't, like. yeah, just sometimes you don't have to conflate it or maybe like, just, you know. But this is what annoys me about this whole thing, right? It's like, my desire to be who I want to be and live my truth, right, 
it has no bearing on your life so why is it so difficult for you to just let me be me and it's so funny because people had like the same vim and stuff for like covid and vaccines and masks and stuff but that actually affects other people <laughs> like that actually when it comes to covid like you're against vaccines you're against masks and stuff that actually impacts everybody this but is like, me yeah. being trans does not impact you it doesn't change anything it doesn't it's not what's causing you. the pound to crash to become like, akin to a dollar Fam. is that where we're at do you remember when it no, was but it's actually two dollars to a pound when I went to uni I'm in America, shaking. it was basically two dollars to a pound. You were like, living I was living as a leader. queen. I was living as a queen. No. Like people are like, oh, you got you got pounds? I was like, yeah, bitch, yeah. I got pounds. Now got they're pound, like, bitch. Now they're looking at us like you fucking peasants. You raggedy it's bitch. It's actually no. It's, I'm sorry, but Americans, I love you and all, but it's actually embarrassing. It's, it's actually, actually embarrassing. And you know, what? it's not embarrassing because it's America. It's embarrassing because how the mighty have fallen. How we go from it being mm, double. It's embarrassing because it's America. That country uh, yeah. is mismanaged and. Also, you had Trump. they had Trump as a president. It's embarrassing because it's America. okay. We had Boris Johnson, but it was it's different two sides because of the we same did, no, point. no. Do you know why it was different with Boris? We didn't vote him in. And he was Boris thrust upon us. <laughs> there you go. Exactly, exactly. And he was thrust <laughs> upon us. That man went to the polls and voted it's president. True. They Tito chose. Buff. It's true. We were yeah. We were for. Yeah, we didn't choose. True, Who true. would have chosen Boris and his women swept there? Who it's the conservatives? Because when's the, what's the last president? What's the last prime minister that we actually chose? It was David Cameron, no? That's wild. That's like that yeah, because it was Cameron. That was then he fucked off to Shag Pigs. Yeah, and then, and then it, was it was Theresa May. May. Then yeah, May, she like fucked she fucked off, because, like with her stiff dancing. And then it was Boris. And then we had Boris. He Boris fucked, fucked off. off to Shag his ba- <laughs> his his new bride. And now we have he fucked Trust. off and we got Liz. She's, She's on her, on her way to fucking off. off. They've started doing the no vote vote of no confidence. God knows what. Nah, we've... it's too much. We've been through the trenches. Uh, I'm almost close to saying like let the monarchy have power again because we are not whatever we're doing we're not doing it right so we should just start again send the flood lords Lizzie ducked out at the perfect time who? Lizzie Lizzie, yeah, because the pound was a crusher like this when she died. She said, "I don't she, want this from under my." She's like, "I want no parts of this mess." Yeah, because I hear it for her, nah, man. I hear it. She talked out the per- if I was her, the perfect time to duck out. Yeah, like. it's true. So we now go from the sublime to the ridiculous with this documentary. <laughs> Start talking about how like believing you're an animal is a queer identity, and it's like I know that they went through the depths, like that dark side of TikTok, to find this person, right, yeah. to interview. Because I've never in my life even encountered somebody who thinks being an animal is now a queer identity. So it's like this fringe part of yeah. society. And what's annoying is not that these people exist. Like, fine, do, again, it has no bearing onto me. Like, mm-hmm. do what you want to do. If you go and you say you're a lion and lion eat, lions eat you, hello. Or if you but eat what, a lion, then do your thing. Do your thing. But what annoys me about this is you use this to kind of like, what's the word? Like, ridicule the trans. Like yeah, You're aligning yourself with the LGBTQIA community. No, it's not. And trying to yeah, make it what, seem like... It's, it's all it's all in the same like all, if this this if this thing is so crazy this is akin to this being then, crazy and it's like no and actually, then this guy not, was though. very strategic in bringing this person in because it's mm-hmm. like now i can show you how just this is all, all just a circus basically mm-hmm, of, mm-hmm. okay exactly it's so dangerous so one talking has headsets and do you know what i really really agree with this a lot of people ask questions and i've heard people ask these questions about like why is it that in the west some of these things are so prominent right and so one talking head says first of all i think we need to remember that in the west at least 
we have it drilled into our minds from childhood onwards that personal happiness is the key to individual flourishing. Secondly, we think of ourselves in psychological terms. I am my feelings. And in order for me to be happy, I have to be able to express my feelings. I have to be outwardly that which I feel myself to be inwardly. Thirdly, uh, we're taught that interfering with somebody else's happiness is very bad. Thirdly, interfering with somebody else's happiness is very bad. And that is very, very true. And that is like, when you look at the West, like, okay, I'm originally Nigerian, right? And when you look at like Nigerian society and Western society, yeah, in Nigeria, Nigerians function like as a like collective, right? Mm-hmm. So it's kind of like the the village raises you. At least mm-hmm. like that's how I was like raised, and I think we all were. You have those aunties that chat yeah. and interfere in this and that, right? And it's not about like your own happiness. It's about what is yeah. good for the wider society and the wider society, but in a hierarchy. So more so like my elders, like what is right? best for them, cool. And then right. it become and my turn when I have my child. Then her wedding will be about me because exactly. I, my wedding was about my mum, and so yeah, both, yeah. yeah, okay, and. No one knows this more than an Ibo eldest daughter, right? <laughs> cool. So, like, when you talk, think about it, like, I'm not saying that I'm not personally happy, but I never just think about my happiness alone. Yeah. I think about, In fact, like, it's probably the last thing that you think about. Right. It's my parents. It's, oh, what's my, what my grandparents, what my uncles and aunts can think? What's this person? Can I do this? If I did this, da, da, da. Cool. Even decisions, like, I've made about, like, maybe my own body, right? Like, I've thought about, oh, how's this going to come across to outside, right? Mm-hmm. But in, like, the West, people just think about their own happiness, which mm-hmm. isn't a bad thing, cool. That I mean there's a balance. There's somewhere. pros and cons, yeah. There's right. balance. Because it's that personal happiness that made people not wear masks. Oh, but speaking that's of balance, when I went to um Wizkid's show for free because I'm a chosen one, yeah, he premiered a new song and it's called Balance and it's amazing guys. So when it comes out just But he has a song called Balance, doesn't he? Hmm? Doesn't he already have a song called Balance? I don't believe so. Hmm. Okay, maybe this one is called Balance also. Okay. Balance times two. Um and then second of all like we believe we are our feelings and i i agree with yeah. that i think i'm very much like that way kind of and i feel it when i go back to Nigeria and interact with my relatives there right mm-hmm. like i can say like oh like this is messing with my mental health body but like and they're looking at and, you like and they're looking at you like Nico. you're eating you're sleep you're fine you have, you have a roof over your head and you're saying what that are you this complaining is- about right okay again balance because somewhere in the middle is the truth right yeah exactly and then <laughs> And then secondly, like, I have to be outwardly what I feel inwardly. Because I have relatives, yeah, who can be going through things, but they're very much like, get up and keep going, right? It's, yeah. It is what Ain't it got is, time. right? Ain't got time. But like, it's like with me, oh, mate, I'm depressed, I'm in bed, right? Cool. Mm-hmm. Or I'm feeling low, I'm in bed. Or I'm this and that. Because what I'm feeling outwardly, you you must feel Defines it like inwardly. The... Yeah, like, I remember yeah. there's one particular relative I was interacting with. And I remember, like, I was really annoyed that day because I had a fight with, like, my my um partner right and so i was a bit off and they were like to me but like i don't understand this person has annoyed you why is that now something we're all like experiencing do you understand like that concept of like you're feeling something pain or annoyance within you but like is it being it's being expressed for all to see is not there and then I also agree with like that interfering with someone else's happiness is very bad. So mm-hmm. like, in the like in the West, in the UK, people let you do whatever the fuck you want, right? That ain't my business. Yeah, if you but, like, like it, I love it. Yeah, but like in like Nigeria, like people stop you on the road, like, why are you living your life the way you're living? Why are your jeans ripped? Okay. Why is your nose pierced? Funny story about why are your jeans ripped, yeah. My mum was wearing ripped jeans, yeah. Oh, come on, come on, Chancel. She, uh, she wears ripped jeans all the time but they're these particular ripped jeans like, she was a bit ahead of her time because these were like um like the baggy kind of ripped mm-hmm. jeans like the dad i don't know if they're mum jeans or dad jeans but she the was boyfriend wearing jeans. boyfriend jeans that's the one 
And then my grandpa kept looking at these jeans and he would say to her, I don't understand these jeans you're wearing as at your age. Who tore your jeans? Like he kept making comments, comments. Mm-hmm. So one day she came to the kitchen, to the living room and she was just talking and he had had enough. He took his hand and he ripped <laughs> the jeans. Right? Nah, stop it. I, my, and my grandpa was strong. Like he ripped these jeans, right? So the thing where that was just a hole was now torn so she couldn't wear it. And my mom was like, ah, daddy. So again, it's just like, for them this thing is not that much yeah like i'm gonna tear your pant right (laughs) literally so he also says the lgbt interests are being pushed all over hollywood and they are generally a small group but are made in such a big thing right and i understand the whole thing about this is actually a small group because the amount of people that are lgbt they are a minority right but Mm -hmm. my whole thing is that it's not being pushed the reason why you hear about it and you speak you see and you whatever is because they are fighting for their rights right to just be represented because yes the minority yeah but they're also the minority in media and when you deep it yeah like actually in real life it's not it doesn't make sense that there's a a bunch of movies and shows and there's not one gay person in there mm-hmm. or there is only one gay person there or there's one trans person in real life that's not representative mm-hmm. or or that your rights do not allow for gay people to marry exactly or, or, or i can't see myself represented in because like and maybe people don't get this because they're not minorities yeah but yeah. like seeing a black character or seeing like a black judge on tv or seeing like someone who looks like you on the television in just normal thingy you it's lovely it's great you're just like raw mad like, you know what i mean you just, so i can't Im- imagine being part of like the lgbtqia community and being like oh like i don't want to never myself. see myself yeah yeah like you it's nice to see yourself and also for any children out there who are teenagers or whoever who are closeted or who don't you know or it's like with, especially with like dark dark-skinned women yeah like dark-skinned women like seeing themselves in media or like say for example black panther seeing yeah. lupita or seeing like Viola a Davis whole cast in, in how to get away. yeah just just seeing people who look like you being celebrated and then and then other people non-dark-skinned people seeing those people in a positive light looking at you and being like oh rah you look like lupita it's a good thing now no one's yeah. saying to you that you look like fucking under the bed or whatever do you know what or i mean you're a slave everyday slave exactly jango this jango that like so it's it's good it has positive um uh, repercussions for everyone yeah, like for i'm everyone. seeing i'm seeing gay representation and now it's like i'm looking at mitch and cam and like, oh my god they're amazing gay couple when i see a gay couple in the mall or more you know when i see a gay couple in the shopping center i'm not gonna be like oh my What's god that? like predators da, yeah. da, da. do you and know what i mean like, oh, it just normalizes amazing. it humanizes it and it just takes the bias that people have unconsciously or subconsciously yeah. whatever and like it takes that away so yeah, yes they should be the media <laughs> fuck yeah. So now, like, Miriam is back and she's just saying that social media is pushing people to transition. These are people who don't fit in to, like, to normal, like, communities. So they start joining these fringe communities and they start transitioning. And whilst I agree that sometimes, like, when you're a kid that doesn't fit in, you can join, like, certain fringe communities online and it can influence you, i.e., like, incels and stuff like that. I do not think somebody's gender identity can be influenced. Like, even if all my friends were trans, I'm Mm. not going to suddenly be like, oh, let me transition to fit in. You're not going to be, though. I feel like maybe you wouldn't transition because I do think, like, actually medically transitioning is a massive step. And I don't think anybody takes that decision lightly. But you might be like, oh, maybe I am a bit fluid or maybe I am a bit, like, sometimes I think... Of course, yeah. Yeah, yeah, I do agree. 
but yeah i do think that like to medically transition that's a big fucking deal like yeah. no one's just on a whim being like oh they, which is why when people say like oh you know da, 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 no one just woke up one day and decided yeah fuck it i'm just gonna transition that's a big fucking in deal in this country you just you can't just transition you have to go through extensive yeah. therapy like i had this person i worked with that was transitioning and i mean I don't know if that person listens, highly doubt it, but if they do and you, cause when I was working with them, they were very early in their transitioning mm-hmm. and I met them and they identified as he. And then I think it was like three weeks later, they were like, yeah, actually I identify as she, right? Cool, mm-hmm. but I don't know what, what they are like now. But anyways, when, I'm, when um, I was talking to this person, right? They were saying to me how like, it's really depressing because transitioning is very, very difficult. So like you have to go through a lot of therapy um, and like the therapy is really, really difficult, like just to get like T blockers. Right. So that's like testosterone blockers. Mm -hmm. And it's like, this is such a basic beginning stage of your transition, but you have to go through so much therapy um, and it takes so long to even get from the waiting list to uh, to that. Yeah. So it's not like something, even if you wanted to do on a whim, the, yeah. Those that make it to the, all the way to the end where they're yeah. actually going through surgery are the ones mm-hmm. that are 100% sure because there's so many hurdles you jump over before you can transition. Yeah. But then again, like even this thing this guy is saying about how like children just get to transition, right? I don't know what the process is in America, but if that is the process, because Scott was banging on about how oh it's just money making and for the first time this fringe society like has a like dollar sign on their head because it costs this thing a pop so people are making money at the root cause what you have is why is your medical like sector of your society Mm. so um what's the word i'm looking for um seen as a money-making venture that is mm. for me that's the bigger problem if you and it's not just in like trans healthcare or this or that it's all healthcare in america right if your issue is that medicine is not being regulated appropriately because people are using it to make money then mm. the the bigger problem is you have a medical sector where it's all about making money rather than patient care because yeah. in this country though part of the nhs is privatized in this country you cannot just go and transition you have to go through extensive care and whatever because it costs the nhs so much so they have to be sure that Mm. for your own health and everything that it's the right thing to do yeah there's a bigger issue there rather than people are just transitioning so anyways we learned that matt is an um, anti-masker which unsurprisingly um so he goes to speak at this like i don't know what it was he was speaking at but he was he basically just goes on a rant and this is when i was like oh yeah this guy's fucking insane like oh I, i mean i had inklings but this was the confirmation so he basically calls people that support trans rights pathetic cowards and children abusers and cult leaders and then saying that he wants to bring ev- they want to bring everybody into their cult and all mm. and all. So the documentary's winding to an end now. Matt wrote this book about a kid who believed he was a walrus and then a progressive mum who lets him become a walrus. The book sells out, but then it's pulled from everything. I think he only released 12 copies and bought all of them, but I could be wrong. That's a self promo Because I've never heard of this guy before today. Um, And he goes on Dr. Spew... uh, He goes on Dr. Phil and he spews more of the same, um, saying you can't choose your gender and he won't use the gender people... Like, he won't use the gender pronouns that people choose and somebody is there and they're just like one of the like talking heads or whatever they are the uh, guests on the show guests yeah um she's just like why do you fucking care so much and this is when he says he cares about women 
and kids but it's like no the fuck you don't which we've already established um so it basically ends with matt asking his wife what a woman is and in true republican she is literally the the dream republican wife by the way blonde blue eyes whatever um and she basically says it is an adult human female and that's it this is what I'm saying. And do you know why he didn't say this whole definition thing from the beginning? It's just like, he wanted it to be like, oh, everyone's so fucking dumb. It's an adult human female. Because then he can then take female and then take that back to like, okay, well, females have XX chromosomes. And so yep. you can't be a trans woman because you're not a woman because you're not a female, which is what a woman is. Like, it was just so like, oh, just cantankerous. It was just like, Matt, like, why didn't you just write an essay saying, oh, I don't believe that trans women are women, full stop. And then that would have been it. It would have saved so much time, money, It was an hour time. 34 minutes, guys. I wouldn't recommend... And I know... I watched Usually we don't say this. I couldn't... Well, you know I was leading this time, so... Yeah, I, I needed to be... I, um, mm. I know we don't usually say this, but don't watch this documentary. Mm. I mean, obviously, if you are right wing and you agree with these views, then by all means, um, this would be your bad. Yeah, but if you're right wing and agree with these views, you probably didn't make it to the end of this episode. So, <laughs> oh yeah, of course, they're not here. They're not here anymore. <laughs> They'd probably wank over this doc. It's porn to them. Mm. But um, yeah, guys, no, don't. There was this random naked guy as well. We didn't talk about him. Oh yeah, I mean. And nobody was stopping to look at him, which was like, I was like, where are you that nobody like cares? He's probably there all the time. They're like, oh, this guy again. Uh, It's just Phil. Like, Um, I mean, this documentary, like, I can understand, like, you know, concerns for children being able to transition too soon. I just wish that it just focused more on having an honest conversation about that. Yeah. And like, because I just don't understand. Like, for me, sometimes I think maybe I'm too, like, um, understanding like I could talk to anyone about anything and for the most part I could you know be like okay I see where you're coming from but I disagree and this is why but with this it was never a I understand where you're coming from or mm, maybe consider this instead or actually yeah I can take this I can I can take but I, I think cool. what you're what you're missing is that like with some of these because this is all political right um and I don't mean to sound like percent pretentious or anything but it's political because like we've said like he's republican and for a lot of americans right like this this is the core of who they are like this is their culture right mm. so everything he believes as a republican it's is tied the, the, in together it's tied into who he is yeah. so it's like he can't just have a conversation with you yeah. because now you're attack you not you're attacking who the fiber of who, who he, he is, is. It's whereas like, like for me do you remember that yeah. one that we did and then the guy was basically, it's basically like even if he decides now that he doesn't actually believe the earth is flat so much of who he is and his brand is tied, is into, tied that. into that he can't then just be like oh actually I get what you're, what you're, what you're saying exactly yeah. and yeah, that's, the, that's the thing so like for me I have political views but they don't fundamentally make up who I am I'm mm. multifaceted so like I can have a conversation with all types of people oh, and like so literally and I can be like I might not get you but I can, mm. you know, obviously I don't like people like this because you, you're you harmful. That's my issue yeah. with him. There's, it's there's not certain that he, things where it's like, yeah, no, absolutely not. But even 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 though he's harmful, we're able to say, yeah, okay, cool. I hear it. I hear this bit. I get that bit. But your approach and also not entirely this. So Yeah. So, yeah. Now it's time for... The real crime, I think, 
was the beard. Uh, a segment where we talk about something during the documentary that may not be criminal, but we definitely consider to be a crime. My one is, there was a scene where he was trying to do like this like nightmare scene thing and it's just bare mannequins in pink dresses in a room and then he's like walking through it and he's like, oh, it was just very like, mate. documentary, man, fuck off. Mate, it just was like, my brother, like it was given like GCSE drama. Yeah. Mine is Dr. Phil's like, um, whole like, physical vibe <laughs> so because i don't see phenotype <laughs> yeah like what is going on bro like i don't i really first of all the beard is really like moustache. The, the moustache yeah because it's not beard uh, sorry yeah. to all that have a beard that is not beard so that moustache is really like whoa and then it's like he has that like bold, like and it's like he shines it up yeah. every day because <laughs> it, it. it it literally never looks like there's ever been hair there it's so it's like smooth yeah. like my like, like a baby's up like it's so it's like an egg and then the hair is just there and it's like he tweezes it to perfection because it's all just i find him quite unnerving to look at yeah i mean it's definitely a choice uh no yeah it's a choice or maybe, so or maybe it's not actually maybe this is just no because like my granddad had a similar hair situation right like he had just the yeah, side but normally you can see it's like there's darker you can kind of see where the top bit normally is quite shiny but then you can see the, the almost like follicles on the on the outside the but that's what i'm saying that his, his oh, is like makeup I don't Baby's know makeup. what I don't know what the fuck is going on. He's akin to that British politician that wears the toupee. It's like that is his antichrist. Do you know oh what God, I mean? Yeah, they're on the other like, end of the spectrum. Yeah, they're like um, so Michael Fabricants. That's him. He's on my Instagram. Insists, it's He's not on my Instagram. And if you go on my Instagram he, and just scroll, you'll see. You'll know exactly who we were talking about. He insists it's not a wig, by the way. So he's fuck a you. fucking liar because that is it's it's a wig. Do you know what? it's not a wig? Actually, it's a toupee. In it's fact, a toupee. It's not a toupee. It's a fucking wig. It's actually a wig. Like, it's a it's dead actually, raccoon. It's <laughs> actually, it's not a wig. It's an animal. Thank you very much. Thank you very fucking much. How dare you? How very dare you? How very dare? No, but um, that whole situation with Doctor Phil is very. That is my crime. For, oh, I know that a lot of crimes were long. committed. But and I know it's so annoying that this was long. I wanted to condense it, but I it was know, such a I know, it was such a long documentary, and there were so many talking points as well. I know, I Sorry, know. guys. Hopefully, we entertained you with yeah. our yeah Ourselves. digressions. Is that a word? Digressions. Uh, yeah. Yeah. I digress. Digressions. Transgressions. Oh no! Transgressions. Trans- trans- ah, pun. I'm a poet, and I didn't uh, even know I was rhyming those words. I'm a poet, and I didn't even know it. Um. But yeah, guys, don't watch this documentary, man. Like, I know we do, we don't usually say it, but don't. Yeah, and don't give this guy views because tomorrow he's gonna be like wanking over the views and be like, oh yeah, like views <sighs> and say, right. no. Um. So next, did you see the schedule? I don't know if you agree to this documentary or not. I have not seen it. Okay, well, we're gonna do hot coffee. Um. Oh, not Kelly Rowland. Um. Yeah. So you know, it's actually a really interesting documentary. I started watching it. It's about um basically court cases in America. The primarily the one where this old woman spilled hot coffee from McDonald's on herself and she sued McDonald's and she won. Oh yeah, I remember. So yeah, it's really interesting so far. Um. So yeah, we're gonna do that. I'll put the trailer at the end. But in the meantime, between time, you can find us everywhere. Yeah. Shit's getting tight. I need to slip somewhere. You need to what? Slip. Yeah, mate. Cost of living. 
Yeah. Shit's getting fucking tight. Um, on TikTok, Two Girls on Doc podcast, at Two Girls on Doc everywhere else, and Two Girls on Doc at gmail.com if you want to send us reviews, suggestions, thoughts, feelings, concerns, whatever it is. Um, share with a friend. Um, tell them to share with a friend. Just so that more people can listen. And um, yeah, anything else from you, friends? No, I'm knackered and hungry. Same, I'm so hungry. All right, then. Until right. next week. Bye. Bye. An 81-year-old woman has been awarded $2.9 million after she sued McDonald's. It wasn't like the McDonald's employee took the coffee, threw it on her. Who brings these frivolous lawsuits? All kinds of people. People that are jackpot justice-oriented. The media in corporate America did a masterful job. Mrs. Liebeck became a joke. Businesses use a number of devices to keep the public out of the courts. In my line of work, you got to keep repeating things over and over and over again for the truth to sink in, to kind of catapult the propaganda. I was burned so severely that uh, they didn't think I would live. Are you going to show me the burns? What? Yes, if I saw injuries like that, I would definitely uh, take a different view of it. She was drugged. She was raped, gang raped. She had to have reconstructive surgery, sir. Ms. Jones has had her day in court. Four years to fight to get in court is not a day in court. The Appeal was a book I published. It's completely fiction, and it's completely true. It's a story of the purchasing of a Supreme Court seat in Mississippi. It's a good payoff. You put money in a judicial race, it can have literally a million dollar impact on your company. The U.S. Chamber mounted a very, very large and expensive campaign against me. When you're pregnant with twins, it's really important to determine how many placentas. When I went in, it should have been immediately followed up with an ultrasound. You, you, you just want to change what happened, knowing that it was preventable. You have to go through a lot of trouble to do it. It affects your life. You're going to be attacked in all kinds of ways. Going to court to gain justice is heroic.